actually saying we are back because we've been missing for a few weeks, but this is the Prayer and Push-Ups podcast, healthy living for the mind, body, and soul. My name is Ben Taluga, and I am here with Neil, the giant ginger Maxwell. Welcome to the gym. It's good to be back. Indeed. It is indeed good to be back, even though I'm not in the gym. (laughs) That's okay. It's okay. You're you're uh, in the gi- you're in the gym in spirit. <laughs> in the gym in spirit. Oh man. <sighs> the school, the gymnasium of learning. The gymnasium of learning. Yes, Neil is Neil is in his office trying to prepare to educate children, and I'm distracting him by making him record a podcast with me today. But um, we we do we wanted to bring something back, and so. We'll, we'll get started as normal with a real quick check-in and uh, warm-up, if you will, and then we'll get mm-hmm. rolling into our actual training for the day. But uh, So, Neil, it's been, what, three weeks since we've yeah. recorded, I think. So uh, how's, how have things been for you? Uh, really good, I think. Uh, worked on uh, – been biking a ton with the family. So at least that's been my, like, cardio. It's going on a ton of bike rides uh even gone on like a mountain biking trail new one that they have in town so that was a lot of fun um up and down hills and switchbacks and all sorts of other craziness or whatever um so it was good it's been good uh and then i've been in the middle of a volume accumulation block before i go into a peaking block for getting peaking towards my birthday so my birthday is not will be in October, and uh, it always is in October. Uh, it never changes. <laughs> and, uh, I just want to do it like it's not like a leap day birthday where one year it's in February and the next year it's in March. No, not like that. But uh, I, I want to do a, a um, powerlifting peak in uh, for my birthday. Is what I'd like to do to try to get some. Uh, lifetime try to see if I can get some lifetime PRs and then I'll reevaluate where I'm at and what I'd like to do with my training after that so uh, right now I'm yeah, in the middle of just like okay how many uh, I'm trying to accumulate volume so it's like um, can I get 50,000 pounds of reps and squats in a week uh, so we when and only counting reps that are in my um between 50 and 100 percent of my relative one rep max so like you know if it's not heavy enough it doesn't count so just you know repping out 135 on squats doesn't count but if you're doing heavy weights and just trying to accumulate volume uh so it'll help me with being fit and recovery as I go into like a peaking. So mm-hmm. good. And so um, just for our listeners, how old will you be at this upcoming birthday? And what is your goal for your, like, do you have a particular weight level in mind for a peak? Like, this is what I would really like to attain. Um, well, I'll be the same age uh, Christ was when he died, which will be 33 and uh which is allegedly the peak of what the human person is supposed to be is 33 according to the church fathers uh and so 
Um, I'm not sure what the numbers will be because I've had setbacks on uh, just, you know, the demands of family life. 3,300 pound squat. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'd like to see, I think I'd like to see a, um, anywhere from like 530 to 550 on squat and then 600 pound dead and then uh just a new pr for bench bench i've never been a great you know fantastic bench presser um relative to to my squat and deadlift so like three like i'd be happy with 365 but it would ideally want like 385 but like that's those are huge jumps to to make between like the last time that I've peaked granted it's been a year it's 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 been about a year since I've I've truly like done like a legit peak so we'll see I don't because uh you know we'll we'll see where I'm at all right. Yeah. How's prayer life been? Very good. Very good. Uh, just, I think, I don't want to just uh, like take up too much time in it because I know we're trying to keep our podcast a little more short, but just like focusing on keeping the foundations there because like as the ebbs and flows of life and stress and everything else passes by, um, as long as you have a plan that you stick to in your prayer life, I think that and you're consistent with, it'll help you like weather dry spells of prayer <laughs> and, or just like rough waters in life in general. Um, so just focusing, I just been focusing on keeping my foundation, my morning and night prayer, saying my rosary and praying with my family. So that's, I mean, good yeah. uh been a very crazy couple of weeks uh, and over the time that well last week actually over the time that we have not been recording um or we haven't gotten an episode up my little girl turned one so that was very exciting and that's been um <clears throat> i don't know why when my son turned one you know, a couple of years ago i was ready for it like he was one to me, my, my little girl. She's still not one to me. She's still a baby. She's my baby girl, and she's not one yet. <laughs> and I don't know if this is just because she's a tiny little thing, and so she just doesn't look like she's big enough to be one yet. Um, especially compared to my son, who is more towards the top of the the growth charts for his age group, where she's literally like the bottom of the growth charts for her age group. She's just petite, and. She's very healthy. She's great. She's just small. And to me that she just doesn't seem one yet. I don't know. But, Mm -hmm. um, and then I think even harder, um, I don't know about harder, but also one of those things that was a little tough to think about was I turned 40. So not that 33 year old peak anymore, but, um, you know, I'm not where I necessarily would have liked to have been for, when I turned 40, but I'm definitely in a better position than a lot of other people I know who turned 40. So I'm just going to take that as a, take, take, take that as it is and uh, continue trying to improve uh, health wise. And um, 
in my head, I'm still like mid twenties. So, okay. um, but my body likes to remind my head that it's wrong. Um, <laughs> it starts to do that. It, uh, it definitely does. Yeah. And so, um, but working out's been good. I've been getting runs in just about every day, um, getting some lifting in and, uh, this morning, so this last weekend, the eating has been, what's been getting me the last week or so. Um, I kind of fell off the wagon a bit, but this weekend especially was rough because we had a little, a little birthday celebration for our daughter, her one year, one year birthday. We had some family and godparents and stuff over for a, a very small little birthday party and ate a lot of really unhealthy food in the process of that. So, um, this morning I was just, I felt it like my joints, my muscles, I felt it just the aches and the creaking. It's amazing how putting that, that sugar and that junk in your system will affect you. Uh, so ate a really good, healthy meal this morning after I did a four mile baby ruck in which I put my little girl in a backpack and hike four miles with her on my back. And, um, did some prayer time with her while we did that, did a, uh, divine mercy chaplet, a rosary and some other, um, uh, some quiet time and other prayer time as well. It was a good hour plus hike in that. So that was great. It was a great way to start off the day. It was a beautiful, cool morning with the sun shining. So really off to a good start this week and looking forward to, um, what the rest of the week's going to bring. So, and just trying to hear what God has for us. But uh, with today's episode, this is something that I kind of mentioned in the, we'll get, as we get into the, the training portion, this is something that I kind of mentioned this morning in the, the Facebook live video that I did. Um, but, uh, and I, I, I'm going to use some of what you talked about to, to give some examples, but uh, I, I read this thing yesterday actually about creating your own headlines and that went in line with uh a talk I gave last, last week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Now we did a little summer stretch program, kind of like VBS or something to that effect for those who aren't familiar with summer stretch. Um, but you do, normally you do a lot of volunteering and a lot of service projects, which are harder to do right now. So we did stuff like making sandwiches for the sandwich guy in Minneapolis. And for those who aren't familiar with him, he's a guy who goes around and delivers sandwiches of all things. I mean, real creative name they gave him, Sandwich Guy. Uh, he's been doing this for years now. He used to be a teacher in the public schools in Minneapolis. He saw all these kids not getting fed well enough, so he decided to do something about it. He then, when he retired from being a teacher, he started doing this full-time, and he, he delivers thousands of sandwiches in a week, I think it is, uh, to people that are in need, and he's continued doing this over COVID. So, um, we made sandwiches for him to deliver, and uh, that was great. We made some onesies for a birth center so that moms would have clothes to put on their kids. They were, you know, custom-made onesies that the birth center could hand out. And uh, we uh, wrapped food gifts to to send off to a food shelf. And so there was just lots of different things that they were able to do from the confines of a classroom where there's social distancing and everyone's keeping safe with the whole COVID uh, situation. But the talk that I gave, uh, two weeks ago was on hope. And, you know, that's something that, uh, has been lacking as of late with the 
quarantining and the, the, the shelter in place and people not seeing other people and people losing jobs and, you know, depression and anxiety are on the rise and uh, really sadly, uh, suicide is on the rise. So we thought we would talk today about what is your headline? Rather than looking at the headlines in the news and seeing all the negative stuff that they are telling us about that is out there, what is your headline? What's the positive thing that you see in the world around you as you're going about your life? And it can be something that you've created. It can be something that someone around you has created. So it can be, be either way. The headline could be classroom full of kids pack 400 sandwiches to feed the homeless. That's a great headline. Um, your headline could be man aims to squat 533 pounds by his 33rd birthday. Gosh. That's an awesome headline. Yes. Man aims to bench 333 pounds by his 33rd birthday. You go. Already done it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Way to throw it's a wrench like, in my headline, Neil. <laughs> I'm going to throw it in the headlines. Amico uh, and takes rucksack walk, prayer walk with his daughter. Like, I, yes, the positive the, the positive self-talk, the positive headlines. I, there's a, um, the secretary here at uh, my place of employment uh, is a lovely holy lady who um, is just like on fire with the Holy Spirit and loves the Lord and wants to like just serve God in whatever way that she's uh, like called her to. And she's, um, was talking to me, uh, the other day and, you know, and listen to your elders and mine and, and respect them. And one of the things that she was kind of saying is like at her age, um, like 70 years old, uh, and experienced a lot in life ups and downs. Like she just wakes up every morning, takes in a deep breath and like, thanks God. Like that is just, and so she has like, like basically she says five minutes of, gra of daily gratitude for to the Lord every day is like how she starts her day. Um, and what a uh, amazing thing to recognize that like everything we have is a blessing and a gift from God. And that like, we have to thank him <laughs> for, you know, existence and in general. Yeah. And so like, um, like that, yeah, we can uh, like ideate on negative things way too much and let them have too much power over us and negativity of us. And it's like, you know, it's the constant reminder people give you of like, like I, I want to remind you who's won the victory over sin and death. Like, you know, like the battle continues, but the like the war wages on or whatever, but the victory has already been won. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like, uh, uh, that for me has been, I guess, a reminder of like staying in hope and trusting is like uh, uh, having people like that in my life who just like everything's a blessing, everything is a gift. Like just like enjoy the gift of every, enjoy the gift of life or whatever. And so I think writing headlines is just another way of creatively expressing that. Although I'm not a creative type per se, or at least not in that sense. <laughs> You know, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's, uh, we, we do, 
way too easily take for granted all the things that we have in our life. And that I, I say that for myself as much as anyone else. Um, you know, it was, uh, man, how long has it been now? It was probably about 10 years ago. Uh, not quite. Uh, it was seven years ago. Um, I was homeless. And now, you know, I, I've been blessed with this, with a beautiful home. I have a wife. I have two amazing children. I never would have seen that seven years ago. Um, but yet seven years ago, I really saw God's blessings in my life dis, despite being homeless. So it's funny how quickly I looked around and saw the positives when it would have been, when they were, they were harder to find. Where now, when the positives are really easy and kind of staring me in the face, it's so easy to see the negative. The positives, such Again. as I have a gorgeous, gorgeous house that I live in, mm-hmm. and I'm not homeless. I have a beautiful wife. I have two amazing children uh, with the possibility of more. I've lived to be 40. <laughs> Some people don't get there. Some people don't get there. My life expectancy was 25. Now, granted, I'm the one who gave that life expectancy for myself, but still, I've outlived my own expectations by 15 years. Dude, you're telling, you're, you're, <laughs> you're putting a lot out there that, like, you're going to need to have to explain either today or later. Like, like the whole, <laughs> like, I'm writing that down or whatever. Like, oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Death at 25 or life expectancy of 25 or whatever. <laughs> you owe us. You owe the listeners an explanation, good sir. Maybe, maybe uh, another time. I'm not forcing you to do it today, no. but uh, if it's... The, the nutshell version is, let's just say I, I did a lot of things without fully thinking them through, and I figured sooner or later one of those decisions was going to cost me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that what caused you to be the death by 25 where are you talking that, about that's that was yeah that was the life expectancy of 25 okay yeah so the, the homeless story is, yes the the homeless story is much much longer story than than we can get into today we'll, but we we'll could, get we could that do that another time yeah we could do that we'll another time <laughs> way to tease the listeners way to tease you gotta come back and listen another time oh we'll talk God. about why ben was homeless Okay. But yep. Yeah. So I mean there's there's so much around us that we can and this this um this little story that I read, I just I love the the warm thoughts and how the, it was it was basically a little story about a woman who met this elderly man and how this elderly man influenced her in such a positive way that she was able to see past all the 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 rioting and the protesting and the the, the negativeness of everything that's happening, you know, buildings getting burned down and um, just there's so much negative stuff that is happening in our world right now uh, that we need to, or that's being kind of hitting, hitting the forefront of the news at least. And so you might be asking, what does that have to do with health? Well, your mental health, your spiritual health, also has to do with your outlook on life and where, you know, do you have hope? And, uh, you know, obviously our, our ultimate source of hope is uh, Jesus. 
but there are little things in, in the world that we can see around us that can give us little senses of that hope and uh, can renew hope if we are struggling in it. And those, they can be simplest little things. Man, help, you know, teenager helps elderly woman cross the street. Uh, high schooler helps pregnant mother carry groceries into house. These simple little acts of kindness. Family provides frozen meals to couple that just had first child. Couple has first child and they're healthy and happy and everyone's thrilled and sleep deprived. Yeah. I mean, that, that's an awesome headline. Mm-hmm. So all these things that are happening around us that are so good and people are, people are showing us the positive side in their actions and maybe we can be, maybe we can help be that positive side in our actions. And not maybe, we should be demonstrating that in our actions. So I guess what I wanted to do with this uh, when, I, when I suggested it to Neil is just kind of encourage everyone to look for the positive, but then also be the positive. You know, uh, how many different people have talked about the fact that you can't change the world unless you change yourself, right? So live a healthy life, demonstrate hope to others, to help influence not only your your health but theirs and just be that positive headline live that out it reminds me of like so like positive self-talk is a thing that's like studying psychology uh, a little bit it's not necessarily like you know huge uh um but it's this this idea of okay what is your internal dialogue yeah i'm right? thinking of something that I'll, I'll talk about in a minute made me laugh you're good enough you're smart enough and gosh darn it people like you doing your, <laughs> that wasn't your, what i was thinking of but yeah that's a good one too <laughs> uh you're doing your morning affirmations but like there's an actual reality there, there's there's a study to effect um and in general it's found to have uh, uh positive effects some of the claims uh in you know greater life satisfaction. It helps with actually, like they claim that it helps with immune system functioning, mm-hmm. um, pain tolerance, like reduced pain, like better cardiovascular health, uh, overall physical, like well being, like reduced risk of death. Like optimism is a thing of like, uh, these things. I think one of the things they've studied is with, when it comes to optimism and positivity is, um, like, uh, um, there's something like those, there, there's, I'm trying to remember the name of the book where they, like the Holocaust victims, the ones who thrived mm-hmm. in the concentration camps where there were people who like lived this like positivity and hope. Um, and uh, it also just decreases stress levels, which we all know like mm-hmm. stress levels and other like negative effects on the immune system, on sleep, on everything else that it goes, it all just kind of like snowballs. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to doing this, even if it's, even if it's uh, not necessarily like if it, positive self-talk, even if it's, even if you believe, even if you believe at the moment of what you're saying, is it in accord with reality that things are in fact as bad as you actually think that they are, but the habit of forcing yourself to say these things 
like creates an attitude of gratitude over time. And so like, yeah, there's a lot of people recommend a, a five to one ratio for every like one negative thing, say five mm. positives. Yeah. Um, and like, it's something that's been like well used in sports psychology for perform for increased performance is, um, using this positive talk about like visualizing that I am the, like, I am the greatest, I'm the best, like all these things like that. And I know like a lot of people find that to be arrogant in a lot of ways when they hear yeah, <laughs> athletes like, talking the way, but yeah, like, uh, Muhammad Ali was known for that. And there's a number of other athletes that are known for that too, saying I'm the best, you know, I, I am the greatest. And yeah, you know, yeah, it sounds and that's not to say, and I think that's the danger of it is you've got you've to walk that fine line of understanding uh, where you're building yourself up and just trying to keep a positive outlook and where you're, you're rolling into um, narcissism almost. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, it's uh, I think one of the things, I, I meant, meant to say this a little bit earlier, is, is it's a focus on like when it comes to like lifting weights, the only person you're really trying to beat is yourself. Yeah. Yes. There's world records and yes, there's competitions and yes, there's different things or whatever. But when it comes to like your personal health, you only have like, you only control your body mm -hmm. yourself. Like, and so it's only like, it's only about you right now. It doesn't matter if this person does this or has this or whatever, or whatever It's just about like your relationship with yourself. Um, at least when it comes to like your like control of physical health. Um, and so I would say that positive self-talk needs to be framed as such that doesn't put other people down. Right. You know, um, I was thinking if, if we did it, yes, positive, you can do positive self-talk, but I guess I like to look at it as though you're finding God in everything around you. What sure. is God doing in the things around you? And then you can say, God, God is working in me. And I'm feeling really good about it or God has shown me this. And now I feel better because I started to live it or, you know, and that was the thing again, I'm going to uh, go back to when I was homeless. Um, I like to say I, I was, I'm so bad. I can't even live homelessly correctly because I didn't spend one night out on the street when I was homeless. I literally had no home, but I was turning people down for a couch to sleep on. I had too many people offering me couches to sleep on. I would jump, bounce from couch to couch. Okay. And uh, I realized as I'm sitting here, I have no home, but yet I'm lacking for, you know, I'm, I'm getting food. I'm, I'm not sleeping outside. And I was homeless for two months. And those two months were January and February in Minnesota. For those who don't live in Minnesota, that is like the worst possible time in anywhere in the world to not have a home. Maybe Siberia. Uh, it's probably equivalent to Siberia. Um, you know, we're, we're talking record lows, 40, 50 below zero sometimes in these months. And it's, uh, it's just not a good time to be stuck outside. So... I was just so very blessed and I, I was able to recognize that because it was something that I, you know, and I was looking at what God was doing in that. And uh, so I think that's where we look at, we, we could look at something and I'm, I'm not saying that to, 
say, look how great I was at doing this. It was God opened my eyes to help me recognize that he was working despite the fact that I didn't have a home of my own. And maybe that's what we need to ask him to do if we're struggling with finding these things. But if we really look for what God is doing and how God is at work, we will find it. It's not that hard. We just tend to zone it out because we're too busy focused on the negative and the hard, the hardships that are happening. But it's in hardships that God works too. So look for him. He's out there. He's, he's, he is at work. And if you look for, if you look for his hand and things, you will find it. So Look for it in your own life. Look for it in how he's building you up and growing you and helping you become the person that he's called you to be. Um, Look for it in the people around you. Look for it in the world around you and the things that are happening and the people that are being a blessing to other people. You're thinking really hard. There's like a thousand different... There's there's a thousand different (laughs) thoughts. No, it's... the. God only, God in his permissive will allows bad to happen. Yeah. Only so the greater good may come of it. And so even when, so like our hope is so great that we trust in a good loving God that even through the worst imaginable things, there's a greater good that can come about from it. Uh, this isn't to say that God causes the bad thing, just allows right. in, in maintaining <clears throat> human freedom, in, main, in, in maintaining human freedom, but then allows it for some greater, some greater good, some greater holiness, some greater sanctity, some greater love. Um, and I think that, yeah, but, focusing that, as, making that your headline. Is, I think yeah. is very important. It's focusing on like it's like the fact that God's power is so great that He can take this evil and turn it for good, and that He also at the same time abundantly blesses you moreover with so many other blessings. One of, one of the verses that I used in my encouragement to these middle schoolers. Uh, talking about hope is one that I think we probably all know or have heard. Um, it's a fairly commonly used verse, but uh, it's Romans eight twenty eight. We know that in everything, God works for good with those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And I think sometimes we, we tend to forget that those things that he's working for good are not necessarily for this, uh, for this life. They're for eternity. And he's causing us to grow and preparing us for eternity. Um, And so we can even look and see, okay, how is this going to help me be better prepared for eternity? Um, You know, I, again, was going through the hardest time in my life. And that was when the homelessness hit as well. But I was asking God, just what, how, how in the world can you be glorified in this? Because, you know, he allows these things for his own, you know, for, for, for better, for his glory. How can you be glorified in this? And his response was through the way you respond to it, through how you handle it and how you, you grow from it. 
you know, no pressure on my part, but, um, that really, that really struck me that it was, you know, and, and it was true. He was glorified to some people. Some people saw that because of the way that he assisted me in handling it. Um, that I didn't turn away from him, that I didn't go running, that I didn't get mad, that I didn't turn on him in any way, shape or form, but I just leaned in even harder. And that's, that's what happens when you get down into the, the real muck of it. And when things really, when the, when the rug is pulled out from under you, you have two options. You can either turn and run away or you can lean in harder. Um, and so as we're dealing with all this, these struggles of hope and anxiety and stress and depression, and thoughts of suicide for different people out there, you, you have a choice. You can either turn away from hope or you can lean into God for more. So I guess that's the challenge um, is to lean in, find those headlines, create those headlines. You're thinking again. I think you said it all. I think you said it all. I think that uh, with that, you know, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for uh, uh, sticking with us and staying positive. Um, write your own headlines. I mean, we got a real, we're pretty active on our Facebook page. So if you want to come on, find us over at uh, facebook.com slash and push-ups, uh, that'd be the, probably the best place to interact with us and share. We go with through us. spurts. <laughs> share with us some of your positivity. Share some of your positivity, and then uh, um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, saying prayer and push-ups. And you can uh, email us at uh, prayer and push-ups podcast at gmail.com, Prayer and push-ups podcast at gmail.com. And then uh, one of the greatest compliments you can give us is uh, sharing an episode with a friend uh, and giving us a like a five-star review on whatever podcast app that you're listening to so that um, other people can find us and uh, help the podcast grow a little bit. That'd be yeah. the greatest compliment. Um, like to encourage other- everyone to throw some stuff up, but whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, um, I think you can use hashtags on Instagram, right? You can use hashtags on Instagram. Shows how little, shows how little I know about Instagram. Um, yes, you can use hashtags. Hey, I'm old. We've established this. Uh, <laughs> old man. Uh, share, share a positive headline and use the hashtag, what's your headline? Uh, and you'll also throw in the hashtag, live intentionally while you're at it, just for, just for kicks and giggles. But, there you, go. you know, let's see if we can't fill social media with some positive headlines. Indeed. So that's the challenge. Find a positive headline, create a positive headline. Multiples, just keep throwing them out there. Hashtag, what's your headline? Let's do this. Let's get out there. Let's live intentionally. Guys, we'll check in with you. God bless.